0: You are listening to this week's Old Talk. This week, we open up our study, J. Foster's, Richard J. Foster's study guide on Celebration of Discipline, the small study guide, and this week, just kind of want to introduce everybody to the book and what it's all about want to follow us along you can go on amazon and get get his study guide specifically for the celebration of discipline book so the very first opening part is the intro to the good life and what he's saying by the good life that through these disciplines we are able to better grow spiritually be who God has created us to be so that spiritual disciplines open us up to the good life and their purpose is not to make life miserable but joyful and not to put us in bondage but to set us free and I think a lot of times with discipline we could think of it's just something we have to do always from reading the book I've kind of learned like a discipline when you want to do it, it can be a good thing. It's like if you're in a relationship and you want to grow closer to that person, you, know, you give up other relationships, other things. You make sacrifices and you create new disciplines to grow closer to that person. And I think that's what the point of these spiritual disciplines are, to help you grow closer to God. And I want these to be one of the main tools that we use when we're dealing with depression mental health or struggles that we use these tools to turn to god in our moments of weakness or when we're down or we don't know what to do we just turn to god and and i think it will really help clear things up so the first she kind of breaks it down into three little topics of the purpose of these spiritual disciplines the first purpose is for provision All things are necessary to carry on human life adequately. We need time for reflection, meditation, rest, conversation. What we're saying is God created us for these things. So we have to take time to do these things so that we can live to our fullest. And it will help us from being burned out, overworked, and really connect with people. Second one is place. It's a mutually understood and accepted set of personal relationships that give us identity to one's life. That's more of a social function than location. So think of it as like trying to fit in with a group. You find a group of people who mutually understand what you're trying to do, or some people will call it community, and we can work together and grow and build our identity in Christ. Third topic is personality. That's the inward person expressed in certain determinate ways or ingrained habits. Also transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit, a practical manual of sanctification. So all these disciplines kind of work together to help grow and provision place and personality and to grow us in our uh, ever- our, our continuing life cycle of sanctification and so each section in this study guide it has like a little summary of each chapter from the main book but then it has daily scripture readings and so every time we meet typically on saturdays or whatever day that we that we meet the verse from that day of the week so for this week uh we're going to use the Uh, The Saturday verse Specifically Acts 9 It does also reference Acts 11-28 through But for sake of time I'm just going to focus on Acts 9 And then the conversion of Saul into Paul Paul still breathing Threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord Went to the high priest And asked him for letters To the synagogues at Damascus So that if he found any belonging to the way Men or women He might bring them bound The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, hearing the voice but seeing no one. Saul rose from the ground, although his eyes were opened, he saw nothing. So they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And for three days he was without sight, and neither ate or drank. Now there was a disciple of Damascus named Ananias. The Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Here I am, Lord. And the Lord said to him, Rise and go to the street called Straight At the house of Judas, look for a man of Tarsus named Saul. For behold, he is praying, and he has seen in a vision a man named Ananias come in and lay his hands on him, so that he might regain his sight. But Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to your saints at Jerusalem. Here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for for he is a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before the Gentiles and the kings and the children of Israel, for I will show him much he must suffer for the sake of my name. So Ananias departed and entered the house, and laying his hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road by which you came has sent me that you may gain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell from his eyes, and he regained his sight. Then he rose and was baptized, and taking food, he was strengthened. So, through this conversion process of Saul to Paul, he is lost everything he's had, and he doesn't know what to do. So he's turned to God through prayer and fasting, other disciplines that we're mentioning, growing closer to God visions of what God wants you to do so as you go on your week I pray that you kind of about these disciplines as a celebration as as ways to grow closer to God and not just things to do or more rules I just pray that over you thanks for listening for this week's soul talk if you want to learn more about what we do visit us at prodigalsouls.com. Feel free to reach out to us if you want to help support any of our programs, help provide any materials. We also have an online store and a giving platform, and all that money will go to support our programs. As always, we are praying for you. We know there's hope and there is something greater from what you're struggling through so just keep going and just reach out to god reach out to community i know that you can make it